Uh, it's a beautiful journey that he's going to elaborate and explain for us. And my guest this evening, CEO of IO, Julius Sikosa. Such a pleasure to have you with us, sir. Thanks, Gogo. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Hello to you and your listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. I must say, you look like a fintech entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. It's the glasses, <laughs> the suits, the sneakers, the funky hairstyle. Oh, Gogo. We love it. <laughs> Cheers. Maybe I'm being a charmer, but the truth is you've done phenomenal work. Thank Having you. a background within corporate South Africa uh, and then creating an innovative solution that actively speaks to the needs of our market and then further going to solicit the support of these businesses, this is quite significant. But for those who aren't familiar with IO, tell us who you are, what do you do? Thanks, Gogo. Um, IO is a joint partnership or a joint venture between Sunlam and MTN, uh, and it covers all of, 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 of Africa. And the intent of IO is to grow the penetration of financial services, specifically insurance in the African continent. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have businesses across Africa in six different countries. We cover over 4.2 million people. This is huge. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been quite an effort since our launch in 2017. Mm. So I'm the custodian of the South African business, uh, as CEO of IO Intermediary South Africa. And here in South Africa, as you know, although there is a high penetration of insurance, uh, people understand insurance, there's still quite a large market that remains underserved and our purpose as IO intermediaries in South Africa is that we want to be able to serve that market in the best way we can. Mm. And maybe let's talk about that as to how you actively do that because we know how to deal with technology. We're all familiar with Sun, with tech, MTN. We're familiar with insurance when it comes to uh, technology. I beg your pardon. We're familiar with insurance when it comes to Sunlam. I'm confusing the company yeah. names here. But this just tells you perhaps how, I guess, in, the interlink for the two of us is yes. difficult to make yeah, in a yeah. market like South Africa, right? Because mm-hmm. it's either you go to one, either or. Uh, help us understand how through the use of technology uh, you're providing solutions that are easier to access and perhaps take away sure. much of the need of the middleman. Sure, sure. Yeah, and yes, you're right. I mean, MTN is formidable as a telco player and Sunlam quite uh, quite strong in insurance but i think the combination of these two makes for quite uh, uh, an interesting con- uh, conversion so a lot of this convergence is happening in the market um and MTN believes in everybody having the benefit of a connected life and part of that is not just about uh uh, telco services or digital services but also financial services and your life holistically of which financial services makes a big part thereof so by bringing these innovative insurance solutions through an MTN platform and MTN partnership, we're able to innovate quite interestingly around some of the core problems around access. Mm. So what we're able to do is provide insurance or financial services solutions that access via your phone, whether it's an app, a web page, or even a USSD. So instead of going to a bank, customers can directly engage with these platforms and actually complete their full financial life. Anything from registration, transactions, payments and now insurance. This is huge because if you think about the FICA process that we typically go through with institutions in South Africa, all that's missing is a blood sample, I guess. It's quite uh, extensive, (laughs) right? So uh, help us understand how you've actually worked around many of these processes, um, but still uh, in order to make it more efficient for the user, Mm. but of course still ensure that we have the necessary verification to avoid any fraudulent participation. Yeah, as you know, I mean, FICA in South Africa is quite quite an onerous process, but one that we must comply with to be able to play in the game. So the process around FICA and KYC, knowing your customer, is something we really thought about uh, quite a bit 
bit and quite a lot of advancement has happened in that area in South Africa and we are benefactors of that. Initially, actually, um, our mobile money platform was one of the forerunners. Yeah, Momo, MTN Momo, a great product, was one of the forerunners in self-FICA and self-KYC, uh, mm-hmm. where we really look at using uh, USSD to capture name, surname, and ID, but verify that against home affairs. But what we're able to do around the smartphones is actually do facial recognition to know that your ID matches your picture that you took, matches the picture at home affairs. So really those small little things uh, were able to shorten the FICA process to down to uh, probably a minute and the full registration of completing an application for a product, whether it's Momo or insurance, takes no more than three minutes mm. end to end. So really trying to lower that barrier to entry and just people not wanting to go to banks, not wanting to go to a branch, at the comfort of your own home, you can do this entire transaction. Typically, when we think about insurance brokers, we think about trust. Mm. And I say this because mm. insurance typically has been described as what a grudge purchase. Uh, how have you managed that, you know, keeping the uh, customer adequately informed to understand what it is that they're purchasing? Uh, they have the flexibility of the technology as an enabler. Uh, but is there enough trust uh, for someone to actually say, hold on, this yeah. is a product that uh, I know will pay out the day I need it? No, you're 100% correct. I think uh, we have the benefit as IO of being backed by two uh, big companies that have the trust of South Africans, that being MTN and Sunlam. So immediately that co-branding aspect does help to immediately attract or enforce or uh, provide a level of trust to the customer. But there's general skepticism in South Africa around financial services as a whole, uh, especially around insurance. I give you my money for a promise that one day you will honor. So we do quite a lot of engagement with the customer within the life of the policy. So it's not just a a one-way conversation where they're just giving us money. There's a lot of engagement around communication when the premium is due, the update on their policies, but we're really also innovating um, in that whole insurance offer and the telco benefit can provide. Mm-hmm. Uh, constantly engaging with the customer, uh, bundling the, the insurance proposition with data, uh, with voice, so that the customer not only enjoys the benefit of insurance cover at the time of death or time of claim, but in life they're actually, they're actually also enjoying the benefits of a well-thought-out, rounded insurance product. Yeah, 100%. If you've just joined us, it's uh, 33 minutes after 7 o'clock. We are in conversation with Julius Sikusa, who is the CEO of IO, a phenomenal uh, African insure tech company specializing in micro-insurance solutions and, of course, is an insurance platform provider across the African continent through a partnership uh, of uh, telecommunications giant MTN and insurance group Sunlam. So really telling us about the fundamentals, right? Two big themes and companies that we're familiar with offering critical products and services that we require not only as South Africans but for our peers across the continent and fundamentally making it easier for us to live our lives uh, and the, improve the quality of our life by being adequately insured for the risk that we choose to to cover. What I am so intrigued by Julius as well when it comes to the story is that you yourself actually had a very senior position at MTN um, and even uh, at another financial services provider. I'm not sure if I can mention them, the green no, one. No, those other guys. <laughs> those other guys. Um, and this actually speaks to the level of innovative thinking that we happen to see within corporate spaces. Mm. And you have had the flexibility and the liberty mm. now to actually, as you say, uh, take care of uh, the South African operations of IO mm. uh, in terms of it's an intermediary. I'm intrigued to talk about skills, innovative thinking, 
using and leveraging the opportunities you have in corporate SA, yeah. but still, you know, pursuing the entrepreneurship mm. um, opportunities. And I ask this because this is typically where we find young black mm. African youth and maybe mm. more so in South Africa where they typically get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I suppose I've been fortunate in that sense, having joined MTN at the time when they were also wanting to innovate around digital services, financial mm-hmm. services and the likes. So they... Um, brought me in initially as the general manager for products and services and strategy for fintech and digital services. Um, And I think part of that was forming a team that was young, uh, a team that uh, was from South Africa and understood the South African environment. Uh, I think most South Africans now, um, professionals, young professionals especially, live between two two worlds, uh, informal, rural, and Kasi-based, and then we drive across the highway and we live in in lofts and high gated communities yeah. so having that perspective in itself but really being grounded in who you are but understanding how these ecosystems merge we're able then as mtn um, and sunlam to to then drive innovation around how do we solve this problem with the uh, financing, reputation, as well as skills that a big corporate provides, and then be able to translate that into a startup or an entrepreneur. Really privileged in, in being trusted to be able to lead that kind of innovation from MTN, uh, obviously with sponsorship from some of the senior leaders of the business. And it's not easy. Um, you, you're relatively young. Yes, you are black. Mm. And um, it, it comes with its own challenges. But if there is strong sponsorship and there is a viable cause, and that's very important, Yes. If there is a viable cause that you can't argue out of, uh, whether it's economic downturn or budgets must shift or there's a new shiny product, Mm. the bottom line is South Africans need credible financial solutions that are relevant to them. Um, And mostly uh, people cater for the run of the mill, which is your high income earners and your middle middle class. But at the bottom of the pyramid here in South Africa, there is yet work to be done in solving that in a real sense. And that's what keeps us going. So in all of that, as long as there's a real cause, um, business must continue. I'm so glad that you mentioned that, that there needs to be a viable cause. I can can imagine uh, when the conversations were happening around IO that um, South Africa in contrast to markets across the rest of the continent is very different. Yes, <laughs> we well-established financial services, insurance, technology, and we almost uh, still have the vision of walking into a building and a mm. structure and interacting with a human being mm. before any kind of service yep. can be rendered to you. Yep. However, since the adoption or rather launch of AO in South Africa and of course in other key markets, are there particular nuances that you witness that might be different in Southern Africa versus the East and what our peers in Central Africa might be witnessing? No, definitely there are nuances, uh, more especially because in South Africa, the insurance and financial services is well understood, mm. right? Uh, even by some of the people who commit fraud, they know this thing very True. well. And then in our other African markets, there's very little knowledge around financial services, especially insurance, but they are great in terms of payments. However, um, before arriving in South Africa, we had launched five other markets as, as IO, uh, that being in Nigeria, Cote d'Ivoire, Cameroon, Zambia, Uganda, and Ghana, uh, before we arrived here at home. So a lot of the learnings actually coming out of those countries and how they were able to keep the cost of distribution down sure. and still be able to scale the solution is what we then brought into the South African context. And that's been super helpful because the backbones of the infrastructure that reach the customer as well as service the customer are pretty much the same. What we had to do is create 
innovation to cut through the noise what is so special and different about IO mm. versus everything else and the partnership with MTN in delivering a product MTN cover uh, which is a prepaid product a prepaid product you pay once or you pay twice a year and you can be covered as an individual for 20,000 Rand and as a family up to 33,000 Rand with premiums as low as 75 Rand once sure. off nothing else and then 600 Rand once off and nothing else um, so our premiums vary like that. So that's what we seeking to do in South Africa, innovate around the customer understanding and mm. provide them products that they need. 100%. Uh, on that note, though, I'm also assuming that some of the generational shifts might be of interest, right? Uh, perhaps a 65-year-old in Nigeria is very comfortable yeah. interacting on the device to get yes, insurance in South Africa. This is true. Uh, yeah. They might be like, goo goo. what's yeah. this thing that you, you buy? That's, <laughs> that's what my dad would say, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you broke, broke. Exactly. Yes, yes. Does that play an influence on, on your brand positioning? Big time, Gugu, big time. Um, luckily, being a telco, I wonder about Dala, they're also already interacting yes. on, 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 on phones, whether it's the small feature phone with USSD uh, or smartphones as we have them. And our solutions cut across both. And we really try and simplify our journey so that it is short, concise and clear. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a lot of that so that even oh, the, the old lady, Uma Gogo at 65, mm. doesn't have to struggle to understand what this thing is. But that does mean though, there's a lot of education and an awareness that still needs to happen because South Africa is such a cluttered market. So if you come with something different, there is a question, why is this one different from that one and mm. who's providing it? So we do a lot of uh, work around education and awareness. And as much as we are digital, we realize that in some of these financial services, in the beginning, you do need a high touch physical involvement Got to you. build that trust for Uma Gogo or even a young person. That conversation helps. But once you spend time in the market, then the digital solution starts taking taking over. And this is one of the key learnings that we picked up uh, from our other markets as well. 100%. To, to close off with Julius, I, I love how you've taken us on a journey of not only understanding the business, how it's globally competitive, but yet locally relevant, uh, and how it does speak to the unique nuances and stances of the markets that it serves. But at the end of the day, it's still centered around the fundamental needs of the customer. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that we can close it off. You are young, sharp, dynamic. I started off the interview talking about how tech savvy you are and how that shows <laughs> in your approach. Because in a market like South Africa specifically, Unemployment is rather high. Concerns around the level of innovation and that we might see specifically from black South Africans. And of course, youth often feel intimidated by working with large organizations for fear of, quote unquote, they'll steal my IP. (laughs) I'm keen to understand uh, your message to entrepreneurs who typically listen to the show, engage you and perhaps come to you with some kind of solutions. What are the the fundamentals they have to have in place? Maybe let's just leave it at two things that they need to ensure they put in place to propel them to a level of growth and sustainability. Yeah, just one of those two things, Google. Thanks is um, is what I mentioned earlier. I think any entrepreneur needs to be very clear what is their big why, mm. what is your viable cause, which giant are you trying to to slay, what mountain are you trying to climb, what social problem, what economic problem you're trying to solve. So whether you're engaging with a large corporate or anyone, that's something that can't be taken away from you. So you really, first of all, need to be very clear what solution are you are you bringing and what drives you. So what's your big why? I think that's that's the first thing. And that can't be mimicked. Um, that can't be copied. That is uniquely yours. Uh, and then the second thing is really surround yourself with people who are like-minded. Yes. Um, 
people that uh, also want to advance and move forward that goes a long way uh, because then they'll also guide you along that path because the corporate path or the path of entrepreneurship is very complex mm. there isn't a simple answer but i think if you're very clear on what is your primary driver and you have the right people around you there's nothing you can't navigate whether it's going to be a corporate trying to steal an idea a complicated vc uh, acquisition play developing new markets if you believe and you have the right people all of it can be solved. 100%. Such a pleasure speaking to you, Julius. Really appreciate the insights you've shared with us, the growth, the nuances, the stance. I, I can imagine the amount of data and, and you know, that you have uh, on the customers and, you know, what it is that we as South Africans typically need and our payment patterns and mm. payment behavior. Mm. Oh, oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. All the more reason to have you back with us uh, awesome. to share some of these insights and uh, more growth and success to you and the team at IO. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.